Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I am so glad you're here. Um, I wondered how many Christmas festivities you've had under your belt. Because I... Let me count. I've been invited to a lot of them, but I haven't gone to a lot of them. Because I was just not well. Um, By the way, for anyone who listened to my latest episode, as someone just recently, I shared this on my uh, Instagram, someone recently said the sweetest thing ever, just the biggest compliment when it came to my podcast and that it was so helpful and all of that. And, you know, I'm at this point in my life right now, it sounds, wow, that sounds very existential crisis-y. Not a word, made that up, but it's in the intro. So I'm for sure having an existential crisis, but then again, who doesn't Um, or who hasn't? But I felt, you know, I wanted to definitely educate people. But then again, I knew I know myself once. This is sound. This sounds so funny. But when (laughs) when I started getting a microphone in my hands, I just can't stop rambling. I really have something when when you give me a microphone, I I just ramble about random ass shit that no one really wants to hear. So, um yeah, I'm I'm finding I think hopefully a lot of people find it enjoyable to kind of like have a mix of some personal life things that I share as well in combination with some educational things as well, because even though this is an edu- educational podcast, I mean, we're, we're trying our best here. It's also going to be something hopefully very personable, very, you know, like I said, I feel like we're all friends here. We're shooting the shit. We're hanging out. Um, and I feel like you, you get to know me more the other day, which, which by the way, was so funny. Um, I mentioned this maybe before, but I have so many intakes and so many single boo sessions lately because of the end of the year, everyone kind of needs a little push before the end of the year. And also, uh, the beginning of the year, um, and someone said, I feel like I know everything about you and you know, nothing about me. And I, I, I agreed because yeah, I share a lot on the internet. I mean, I share a lot on my Instagram. I share a lot on this podcast. I just share a lot about my life. But that's also kind of who I am as a person. Um, If you hang out with me one-on-one, just, yeah, as a friend or even as a client, you will get to know a lot about me. Because if you just ask me something, I will answer it just as it is. Um, I'm not beating around the bush very straight up, straightforward. Um, supposedly, that's a very Dutch thing, but maybe that's just a me thing. I don't know. At this point, I don't know. Wow, that's already three and a half minutes of your life that you'll never get back. I'm so sorry for this intro that has nothing to do with the actual topic. Um, 
again some household stuff nothing really big to share here um still working on a project that's gonna oh guys it's gonna take ages because like i said i am i am beyond proud and um thankful for everyone who's still with me with this podcast who's listening to every single episode because this the last episode not well bitch (laughs) that was the title um It was just me venting and ranting about my current life events uh, with Lyme disease and the treatments and me kind of being upset with my pain. To be honest, it hasn't been great in the past week, uh, you know, at all. I'm recording this now on a Tuesday and um, I don't know when, when this, when you'll, when you'll listen to this, maybe even during the Christmas during Christmas, who knows? Um, but yeah, it's it's been hard. It's been really hard, and I am so much looking forward to Friday because Friday afternoon or Friday, well, let's say evening, I will be off for a week. So I have my first holiday since ages. Now this holiday is kind of a joke because I will do anything. I don't even know if I shared this in the past. I think I did, right? I did. I think Jesus. I think I'm. I'm for so forgetful sometimes. Um, now when it comes to my clients, I make notes of everything, but not on the podcast. Uh, but I signed the office. Everything is in order. I so for those who are new here, I have an office, a new office in Amsterdam, in the center of Amsterdam. Yeah, now I remember. I shared this. Absolutely sorry to rehash this whole thing again, but everything is now form formally like it's all done. It's all, well, not done, I wish, but uh, all the contracts have been signed. I'm going to move in, quote unquote, let's say we're aiming for half January. That's optimistic. Um, But uh, I mean, you know, with delivery times and stuff, it's just a nightmare. Um, just some, even some rugs got mixed up. It's, it's, it's really a shit show contracts. I completely underestimated how much it takes to completely decorate and not even decorate, just create an office because it's a blank space. There's an, or a bare space. There's nothing in there. There's not even heating. There's no fridge. I mean, there is a kitchen, but there's no fridge. So I ha- even had to order a fridge. I've just been spending money left and right to just get this fucking office in order. I will be so happy once I'm in it. And then I'm probably <laughs> leaving for France pretty quickly as well. So on at this point in my life, I, like I said, existential crisis, for sure it's, it's happening. Um, also let's, let's reflect a little bit on the, on the year. I mean, I don't know where we're going to do a proper reflection of the year next week, because this is not the last episode before the end of the year. I'm going to record one next week for sure, because I I do want to take a moment to reflect. So I would ask you if you have the time to look inward and ask yourself, okay, I'm not someone who thinks, okay, new year, new me, all those, those kinds of things. Um, but I do think that it's important to kind of like look back onto your past year and see, okay, 
what has gone really well, what could have gone better and what can I do about it? Um, it's just very pragmatic. I don't think that's uh, the new year, new me kind of thing. And if you feel that's actually working for you, keep doing that. Um, but it needs to be sustainable. And that's what we're here for. That's what this whole podcast is all about. That's my whole approach. Live the life you ultimately want to live. We want to work on something that is sustainable. That's why I'm so anti, for instance, the scale or weighing, because that's something you will never want to do for the rest of your life. So what's the point in stepping on the scale every single week if you know that in your future life you will never step on a scale ever again unless you will step on a or i don't know go onto a tiny plane or something um but yeah you're never gonna step on the scale i mean that's the goal of my recovery approach and i hope you're with me on that but if not Again, look inward, ask yourself what makes me want to weigh myself every week. And I pr- I'm pretty much, I know the answer. I think you know the answer. But stopping that cold turkey is one of those things that needs to happen. But um, we're, we're going to talk about the whole, um, not really talk, but I, I, I do like the moment of reflection. And I think it's kind of cool to do that next week. So we're going to do that next week before, oh my God, before 2022 hits. Um, spoiler alert, I had a mini meltdown. Um, but like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with that or share about that next week. So, um, what we're gonna dive deep into today is assumptions about what being recovered looks like. Now, this is something that is, I feel like it's not really talked about that often. I haven't seen it anywhere thus far. Now I have to say I kind of took a bit of a social media break-ish. I haven't been on social media that much. Um, But I think there are certain assumptions that people have when it comes to being recovered. And I'm not saying in recovery. We're, We're making a big, there's a big distinguishing that's not even a word. That's not even. Is it? Is Let's distinguish. That's the word. Being recovered and being in recovery. Okay. So being recovered is different from being in recovery. I've said this multiple times, but that's that's what we're talking about, right? So this is. These are assumptions about what being recovered looks like, or what it is, or what it's all about. So one of the things, or I I kind of like listed a couple of things that I just on the top of my head that I know that my clients will say or think, or, you know, you might think this as well. So the first thing would be always eating intuitively and never feeling overly full. Well, 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 (laughs) this is something I just basically wrote down and a very, very, I very rarely um, script a podcast episode, which I didn't, by the way, but I wanted to put this in a in a post one day. Um, so the thing is, this is something that is so not true. Most people, if you talk, to, if you ask a, a couple of friends of yours or just anyone for that matter who doesn't have an eating disorder and ask them, ask them, 
do you ever stuff yourself or do you ever feel overly full? They will say yes. And if they say no, they're lying. Because guess what? We all do that. Guess what? As well, we're heading towards the holiday season. If you're listening to this episode, you might even listen to this during Christmas. And guess what's also going to happen? You might feel overly stuffed or overly full. Now, that is also very normal. Very, very, very normal. Everyone feels like that. Not only during the holiday season, not only during certain festivities or events or you name it. That's just so normal. We all do that. I will never forget that I once... um, was having lunch with my ex-boyfriend and we were having lunch with a couple of people and the guys basically the girls already had breakfast we had our like a separate breakfast before and we went to this bar cafe and I had lunch and this was his I would say brunch breakfast brunch whatever you want to call it and this guy proceeded to order um I don't know about half of the menu and I was like okay i'll let him do that fine i'm not going to interrupt and he proceeded to also eat everything in front of his because his his eyes were bigger than his stomach obviously he was he was he was very hungry clearly later on he said i am so full i cannot even move uh which like I said, this this man it had a very normal or has a very normal relationship with food. Um, and so it's a very normal thing. So if you think, okay, everyone is like eating very mindful. It's all about eating mindfully and, 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 there, and no one is ever stuffing themselves. That is a bunch of bullshit. That is just something that's so not true. Um, and sometimes also, by the way, a very important thing to note here. Sometimes people without eating disorders or some someone who is recovered let's say you skip a meal and this is completely unintentional this is because something happened or you're stuck in traffic or whatever it is you skip a meal and then guess what you eat the next meal that's presented to you or you order something you will probably most likely overstuff yourself because you're so freaking hungry right This is so normal. Same thing if you are super thirsty and you haven't drank water in a very long time. You will drink a lot of water in one sitting because you're so thirsty. So this is also so super normal. So if you feel like everyone is eating intuitively and never feels overly stuffed or overly full, that's a bunch of bullshit. So if you feel like you're doing it wrong because you feel overly full, well, guess what? That's going to be your future. So I would say get used to it. All right. Second one, um, having an amazing relationship with exercise and always making sure you get that walk in. Well, same thing. It's very normal if at some point you have a very healthy relationship with movement and exercise to do a certain way of exercise which you love, whether that's walking, whether that's yoga, uh, bouldering, uh, ski lowering, whatever, uh, boxing. Great, fine. But it's also absolutely normal to say, you know what, I am not feeling moving my body at all. And I feel like being a couch potato for the next week. And I'm just going to do that. That's also super normal. So if you feel like you're the weird one for doing that, you're absolutely not. 
you're the weird one for always dragging your ass out outside of your house and doing movements whilst your body is actually screaming at you sit your ass down so that's also something very very important to know uh what else do we have um mm -mm, having portion control now this is something same thing kind of like goes back to the feeling overly full portion control is what people do when they're on diets or when they have eating disorders this is something same thing it's a bunch of bullshit um i have never actually looked at a let's say portion size of a bag of crisps or anything for that matter i've never looked at okay how how much is a portion i just eat according to what my body wants and sometimes i might like my eyes are bigger than my stomach and i also eat more than my stomach can handle and i'm like okay i am overly full right now which is a very normal thing so portion control is something that people without eating disorders or people with who are recovered are absolutely not looking at actually they're doing the opposite they're listening to what what their body needs and like i said sometimes it's more than other other moments um other very important thing only eating when hungry hell no that and that's actually the coolest thing about being recovered i would say eating when i'm i was hungry that was the only way i was giving myself permission to eat I had to be hungry or starving. I had to be mentally or physically hungry in order to eat. Now, this is, again, one of the coolest things about being recovered is just saying yes to anything that's being offered. Have I just had a snack? Sure. Will I still get the chocolate that has been offered to me? Of course I will. If I, if someone, if a neighbor just knocks on my door and says, hey, I made some brownies, will I get a brownie? Of course I will it doesn't matter it's just food is food if you don't food put food on a pedestal anymore it's it doesn't matter you you can eat whenever it when you whenever you want because food is not scarce food is in abundance so your brain thinks okay sure i'll just eat it so um that's also a very important thing that only eating when hungry that's something that people who are recovered or people who don't have eating disorders are definitely not doing. They eat whenever food is there, food looks tasty, food smells amazing, or just because they feel like eating. That's 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 enough reasons to eat. Um, and uh, what else do we have? Well, the last thing I wrote down, which is kind of like funny, I think, personally, um, I wrote down people who are recovered or people who have not don't have an eating disorder are mentally sane. <laughs> I mean, um, I just literally wrote down, say what? Being an adult is an achievement in itself. Getting up, getting dressed, going to work, etc. is like a full-time job. So um of course I I just take this with a grain of salt, but what I mean by that is <sighs> I think people just have, they put, I don't know, being recovered or recovery in itself on such a huge pedestal and as something that is, 
is is I don't know su- such a um, of course it's a milestone if you're recovered absolutely absolutely I won't take that away from you at all I mean for me it was definitely a milestone when I was recovered but I made it so big in my head and I think I thought that if I would have been recovered or when I am recovered everything will be aligned everything will go according to plan well no <laughs> That's not true. And I think most people will know this, but in case you think, okay, well, if I am recovered, because this is the thing, this is the problem with a lot of people in recovery. They think, and I've, I've, I've mentioned this before, they think they first need to be recovered in order to work on their trauma or on their uh, this or that. Now, I do want to say and emphasize um, on the fact that, yes, I would say you it's the best to be nutritionally rehabilitated to work on other big life events. So let's say you you suffered from big ass trauma um, in the past. I would say, yes, go be first work on your on your recovery and then work on the trauma. Some people will disagree with me and that's fine. I'm personally of, of, of basically I'm of the sentiment that I think it doesn't really work well to work on your trauma first and then on your eating disorder because kind of what happens when you work on your trauma, your nervous system gets so dysregulated that all you want to do is not eat. So it kind of like aggravates your eating disorder, which happened to me. So, um, and I see this with clients as well. They relapse when they work on the trauma a lot, when they don't work on the food, aka on on their eating disorder. I mean, it's an eating disorder, right? It's, it's, it is about the food, but it's also not about the food. I know it's complicated, but you have to work on the food itself as well. So, um, but what I, what I say about being mentally sane, I think people just think that recovery is the end all be all. I think people just think that, okay, once I'm recovered, then everything falls into place. I'm going to be this... I don't know. I don't know what they think, but I, I have I've heard it so many times that people really think that once they're recovered, their life will be everything they always wanted it to be. Now, in certain situations, yes, you can do so many more things if you're recovered. You can travel freely without having to think, oh my God, what am I going to eat? This, this and that. If, am I going to be able to move? No, you're going to be way more free in so many more aspects of your life. I mean, I know a client on the top of my head who quit her job and she just traveled all around the world, not a care in the world at all. She kind of like did her eat, pray, love year. And, um, and that she was able to do that because of being recovered. Uh, and I had two clients who did, did that, by the way, but still there's now back to reality and think, Oh my God, I don't have a job. I need to find a job right now. Um, you know, inflation is a thing, help, send help, right? So I just want to make sure that no one thinks, okay, once I'm recovered, everything is going to be okay. No, there's still going to be things in your life which you might have need to have some extra help for. And that's why I'm also such a fan of and a holistic team. So, you know, don't see recovery as a one-way street. It's a very there's so many crossroads, right? There's so many um, back doors and I try to work on as many things as possible, but I 
I'm not well-versed in everything. I'm not well-versed in, let's say, severe trauma. And if someone suffered from that, I will always say, okay, let's first work on the actual eating disorder, but then I will refer them to someone else. Because like I said, I will never claim to be um, well-versed in everything. So that's kind of what I'm ending it on here, is that it's not the end-all be-all, although, although... It's amazing being recovered. It is amazing because having said yes to most things in my life, I mean, if if Lyme disease was not a thing in my life at all, if that was if that was not happening currently and also in the past years, oh my god, I don't even know where I would be right now because. I probably would have been, although I'm very happy where I'm at right now with a lot of things in my life. I mean, I just got a fucking office. How amazing is that? I worked my ass off in the five years to get there, although a lot of things had to take a backseat and a lot of things got postponed because of my physical health. But because my mental health was so great, I was able to do so many things and was able to say yes to literally everything, to the most social events. I... I have so many friendships right now. And I had, like, I've said this so many times before. I said so many times no to, well, I said no to most things. I, if I go back onto my eating disorder years, I said no 99% of the time. 99.9% of the time I said no to everything. And now I say yes. I would say 80% of the time. With um, there's a margin of twenty percent because of work and you know my health, but um, going out of my comfort zone has been one of the best things, and that's something I also really talked about in my previous previous episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to that one as well. It's called "Not Well, Bitch." Like I said before, the title I don't know why. It, I don't know name name did that but it's it's I basically talk about a lot about going out of your comfort zone but um yeah it's just there's a lot of assumptions about being what being re- what recovered or being oh god I can't talk about what being recovered looks like but there is so much that is still happening guys we're still overly stuffing ourselves we are still uh, figuring shit out we are still going through an existential crisis we are still have days where where we haven't moved at all because that's actually one of the benefits of being recovered as well you don't have to that's the cool thing as well so um yeah i hope this helps in any shape or form if it does uh let me know and uh i'll I hope you're having a lovely Christmas if you're listening to this during the holiday season. And uh, we'll be back right before the end of 2022. Mark your calendars. I can't believe it. And uh, I'll see you here next week. Okay, bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. 
If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.